0: All right, brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But well, let's
1: just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now
0: tuned into the Better
1: Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, at Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. Charlie
0: Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right, he is. For the everyday
1: fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now I am going to teach some kids a They're a bunch of fucking amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Good. Morning, party people! What's going on? It's your man, Fifty Grand Flex hit List, and here with my man, Hundred Years, Charlie Chase, baby. What? What? Uh, you know what? I thought I sounded a little bit off in that intro because I kind of wanted to go in a direction the way I wanted to say it. I don't know, a little bit different. I didn't want to sound too much like "Good Morning Vietnam." I didn't want to sound too yeah. much like that. And you, then you, you kept you kept the neutral. And then you come over here all like 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 you know sultry sounding, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those moods. One of those mornings, Flex. It's, it's it's in the morning, you know. You you, you sound you just sounded like. Oh, you are now huh? chatting with Charlie over here at late <laughs> night w 8, 8, 8. Oh, AM radio, baby. Call me up with your queries and
0: your questions. <laughs> you ever watch that movie, Ladies Man? Ladies Man. I know I've seen it. I just, I can't
1: picture it right now. Who's in it? Uh, Tim Meadows. It he, was a Saturday Night. It one of those movies. He's a Saturday Night Live character. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know who you're talking about. He's like, yes, you are now on with the Ladies Man. Yeah. I, I got by my by cup- you
0: doing the voice, I know exactly who you're talking about.
1: He's like, yeah, I am Leon something, right?
0: Yeah. And he thought he was just like, he was GQ this the whole the movie. Day. But he was, he was hilarious though. I yeah. I thought
1: the movie, I thought the movie, it, don't get me wrong, it was a bad movie, but it was a funny, entertaining bad yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those movies. Like, you it, know, if, if, if it fits on, you'll watch it. He's like, and and yes, I am almost at a Kavasi-A, and as it is right now, we are almost done with the show. <laughs> but he's like, I'm gonna go to his lady and hit her with the classic, "Honey, would you like me to buy you a fish sandwich?" Oh, you, so you you've seen it a lot of times then? <laughs> yeah, because it's like one of those like dumb, funny movies that just yeah. cracks you out because like the dumb stuff that goes on in it. Yeah, there's a,
0: there's a few of those. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they but they turn into classics over time. Yeah, it's
1: just it's just uh, it's just very rare you get to see a, a bad movie that you enjoy, like like. What was another one of those movies? Do you know Matt that those movies with Jason Statham where he takes those adrenaline shots, and then he gets like he has to like he has to do it to stay alive? You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, Yeah, what's what's your favorite bad movie? I don't know. I I, that's hard to think. I was thinking about that right now, and I was just trying to think about these bad movies that are like that you would enjoy. Yeah. I don't know, but but there's a couple of them out there. We'll have to look at that up. We we'll have to talk about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not into like bad bad movies like that. But my my girl, she'll watch like every like bad movie. Like she she watches like Insidious like 14, and she'll watch it. Shark tar, shark, shark Tornado. She'll watch that. Sharknado. Sharknado. Whatever, Get it right. Whatever.
1: whatever. Shark. Get it right. Uh no, but yeah, but I know you're also not a fan of the horror movies. Right. No, the uh, horror movies. Oh crank. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate that. Crank. Crank, yes. yeah, that's the one. That yeah. was bad. Crank. Those, those bad. were bad. And but, Jason
0: Statham usually makes good movies.
1: But, but, but once again, if you take those movies for what they are, right. they're enjoyable. Like if you know if you're watching like a movie like Crank or something like that, or yeah. even Sharknado, mm. or even Piranha three D, if you know you're gonna watch like a dumb movie that's yeah. not taken seriously, Yeah, you're, you're preparing yourself for yeah, it. Yeah, you'll enjoy it a little more. Like, you know, you're just taking It's take basically it like it a video game on the screen. Well, um, you know? I mean, no, because you're not playing. Well, it. I know, I know you're you're a gamer. <laughs> I'm saying the optics of it. I guess, I, I, I guess, if you want to look at it, it's kind of like that. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to think about that. about the bad, movie. and I know you don't like horror movies. I love horror movies, dude. I
0: don't know. I didn't say I don't like horror movies. I just don't like bad horror movies, and most of the horror movies are bad. Like come on, like I just saw the Nun recently. That yeah. was I heard it was terrible. terrible. There's a
1: lot of really bad, terrible, terrible. And then movies.
0: what's with all these insidious movies? Like you know what I mean? Like they could have stopped at like the second one, like Saw. Like what is it? Like Saw 14. Then? I was a.
1: F- now listen, it got really bad. Of course, don't get me wrong. Right. And but I, they, they a jumped huge, the shark on it. Huge, huge fan of the whole concept of Saw. I actually went to the premiere of the last one in Hollywood, like the red carpet premiere. I went to that and the like, after saw party. Twenty one. No, I saw seven. I think it was last one, <laughs> whatever. I know what you mean. But I'm just saying, though. Like I went to that, and I was in Hollywood. Shout out to my boy Gene, uh, who got me to go out there, and uh, and he got us to those passes. We hang out with all the producers and all the stars of the movie, mm-hmm. like the, the official after party, like the exclusive one. With so it was real because he knew the producers yeah. of the movie, so it was really cool to hang out with like all and be at, like one of those red carpet events. It was in like the, the Chinese the-, the new Chinese theater, not new, but whatever, the Chinese man theater thing yeah, called. Yeah. You know what I mean? The big. Yeah, yeah. On Halloween. So, yeah, so that was
0: really cool to be experienced that. Yeah. But now it's, it's that time of year. Like, all the horror movies are coming on now. You know? Yeah, mean, yeah, Halloween, like, man. Yeah, and my, my girl watched every single I, one of them.
1: and it's funny because my wife and I, we, you know, I mean, I know she's not in yeah. scary movies at all. I love Halloween. Halloween is up there as much. Oh, you into Halloween? Yeah, I'm, I'm into Halloween. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like I, I decorate the house and go crazy with it, but I love making up costumes. I love making my own costume. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Like I was, uh, I, I made a dead mouse helmet out of a big ferret ball one time. I was the most interesting man in the world one time. Another time I just, I, 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 I painted myself and covered myself with like gray and black swatches mm-hmm. and I was 50 shades of gray. You know what I mean? Like I, I yeah, like yeah. coming up with like creative. Creative uh, costumes? Yeah. Like last year I made my own Punisher costume. Like I bought like a vest from our name store, and yeah. spray painted the skull on top of it. I'm going
0: to make a prediction that you're going to see a whole bunch of nuns running around this Halloween. I doubt it. Yeah. No, I doubt it. I don't think so. Who is that? Uh, before we get into football, just uh, one last question to wrap this up. Who's the best boogeyman of all time? Boogeyman? Yeah. Like, what? you know, like horror character of all time.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Oh. <sighs> I don't think about it too hard, Flags. Damn, uh, there's a lot. I told you, I really enjoy my horror movies. I mean, of course, you know, you got like the, the the classics, like Jason and Freddy. I mean, Jason's killed the most people out of all of them. I know that. I looked yeah. this up. Yes, I know. I look up this useful, useless information. <laughs> He's uh, got the most kills? Uh, I, I don't know. I know there's some there's some crazy ones too. I remember. I would say probably Jason. Yeah, probably have to say. I'd say Freddy Krueger. I'd probably have to say Jason for me, Freddy Krueger. Anyways, uh, all right. So let's a football. football. Let's make a look at football, and, and a lot happened over the weekend. But let me ask you a quick question, Charlie, too. Now that a lot I've been a, I've been having people ask me this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ask you. Do you, knowing what you know now, after four weeks? Yeah. And you, as a non Giants fan, mm-hmm. as a giant as a Giants hater for the most part, because we should be. I'm a Cowboys hater too. Okay. We're going have to be. You know what I mean? But now let's I'll put admit your, it. Let's put yeah. I get it. No, it's fine. But now let's put your. Cowboy, hate, you're a giant hater side okay as a radio personality that you are now. Do you still believe, do you believe now that Saquon Barkley was the right pick over Sam Darnold?
0: In the short term, yes. Um if you if you're asking me to project over, you know, the next decade, I would say no. Um because the reason being is I think that I mean, look, I'm not gonna say Eli's done, but he's closer to done than getting started. So uh look, Saquon is special. But franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees, man. So I'm if you're, you're asking me, I'm gonna say I still
1: think it was the wrong pick. Okay, all right. I just want your opinion. I because now I'll, I'll make like one point. I'll make like one point. Just uh, that just, seems to be the consensus. I I no. I still I still 100 believe because I think people are just sticking to the guns about it for the most part. Not all, but I think most are mm-hmm. feeling it just because they want to just be stubborn. Like no, it, because because they, they see a bad play from Eli. But I don't think a lot of people look at it this way. There is no other quarterback that is going to do well with that offensive line. Right. Now, the offensive line has improved this year. That I could say 100%. Mm-hmm. It has definitely improved. Especially taking Eric Flowers out has made the offensive line even better. Right. Even though Wheeler's is less experienced, he's still doing better than Eric Flowers because less penalty mm-hmm. calls and all this and that. The offensive line has definitely improved, but no other quarterback is going to do much with that offensive line, especially any rookie quarterback. So... What we I think it would have been a lot harder for us this year mm-hmm. seeing just a Sam Darnold on the sideline and Eli Manning doing as bad as he can. Now, I also think it has a lot to do also with coaching mm-hmm. because if you look at this past game last time, a, like Eli Manning's on the ball within like two seconds or less. A lot of checkdowns. Where the Saints really get hurt is in the deep in the secondary, through the air. And when they started doing that in the fourth quarter, because Eli always turns up in the fourth quarter. Just That's just what he do, always right. does his whole career. When he started doing that more in the fourth quarter, he started like, they, it just he just started taking advantage of it you know right. what I mean he just it, it and he and he was really moving the ball really quickly when he started doing that so it's like that was a bad coaching decision I think Pat Shermer hasn't been all that great to start off you know hopefully improves but it's still I think the only quarterback I'm seeing right now that would do really good behind that offensive line is like Pat Mahomes. Because you see, when he scrambles and he's moving, yeah, like that, that kid's he's he's special, though. Yeah, like but he's... when you but you see, like, the, the 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 like the heat that he throws off the wrong foot yeah. on the run, um, and then even yesterday, he's. He was running. I don't know if you did you see the game. Yeah, last well,
0: I know exactly the play that you're talking he about. He rolled out to the right and he threw a dart like 25 yards. No, down I'm the not field. talking about that play. I'm
1: talking about a play where he rolled out to the left and then he had the ball in his right and hand he threw and threw it he, in his left. He he threw it into his left hand to just quickly lob yeah. it and off the wrong way. That's leg. it. That's instincts, though. Like you can't teach that. Of you know course, what I mean? like, no. 100 is instinct. You can't teach that. But that's what I'm saying. I think that probably might be the only quarterback, if you look now in the NFL, mm-hmm. behind a terrible, terrible, terrible offensive line. That could really do really well. Yeah, with, you know what I mean. Maybe you know because Ar- Aaron Rodgers, though, I, I think they're... Aaron Rodgers is a little different. But you know, but he, he of course, that's just like what I'm, I'm just thinking about like any young quarterback right yeah. now that would really do, but you know, well behind an offensive right. line, it's still you know what here's, I mean.
0: Here's the thing, like just getting back to that that question that you asked.
1: Let me let me ask you this question now.
0: Pre-draft, were the Giants one player away from being a legit Super Bowl contender?
1: Pre-draft, pre-draft, ah. Uh, I, 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 but with that offensive line, I wouldn't say yes, but Saquon Barkley it was definitely the best pick to make them a Super Bowl contender right away. No, but that's, that's not answering my question, though. Do you think that they were one
0: player away from from being a Super Bowl but contender? But
1: that's why I'm, tell- that I'm answering your question. With a player like Saquon Barkley makes them now a Super Bowl contender. So you're saying they're a Super Bowl contender this year with him? Yes. I, they're not. They're not They're not, well, not a Super Bowl team. D- you're asking me. I i don't think they are. Right. What makes them a contender? Mm-hmm. Is the fact that and you're saying pre-draft, pre-draft, right? Pre-draft, what made them a contender was drafting Saquon Barkley, taking Sam Darnold, knowing he's not going to play this year, does not make them a Super Bowl. You know, you know, Mm pre-draft, but that with Saquon Barkley in that offense, that makes them a dangerous offense. Pre-draft and preseason, basically, is what you're telling me, right?
0: The way, the reason why I asked that because I I didn't think the Giants were one player away from being a Super Bowl contender pre draft. So if if you are in that situation, you take the quarterback because look at what's going on in the NFL right now. Like everyone is is getting a young quarterback, which they don't have to pay for the first five years, and that's how they're re- that's the quickest way to rebuild your teams. The Rams did it. The Eagles did it. You know what I'm saying? Like a, The Cleveland's looking to do that. You know, you get that that rookie quarterback on the rookie contract. You don't have to pay him the big bucks. You could allocate that money towards rebuilding your line, towards doing all those other things. At the end of the day,
1: next year, mm-hmm. there's going to be another handful of qu- quarterbacks that are great to take. Right, it's I always going to be like that. That's what I'm saying. That, that, that's, that, at the end of the day, is the main point I'm making. And I guarantee you by next draft, when we talk about all these great quarterbacks that we could take, guess what? We're gonna get one of them because guess what? Lamar Jackson was one of the, considered one of those great quarterbacks, and he got taken with the last pick in the first round. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen that I already saw already on 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 the NFL Instagram that there's like eight quarterbacks that people are talking about right now in college. Right? That right now they're talking about, and I guarantee you, by the end of the season, it's gonna be those handful, and it's gonna be all over again. Okay, now you gotta take one of these quarterbacks to real, and then when we take it, guess what? We're gonna feel like the franchise is safe. Right? We just feel like the franchise doom. I just felt because it was a false sense of urgency. Yeah, I think I think the thing that got people. In Upro is that everyone seems to think that
0: Sam Darnold is going to be a great quarterback, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the consensus around him,
1: and I think he will with uh, the moving forward. But I still you know, think so. 100% that that, Sa- that uh, Saquon Barkley was still the right pick. All right, moving on. So, then there's uh, because we got a lot to cover today and little time to do it. So, moving on with the rest of the show, so let's just go really quick with our Who's Hurt segment. By the way, I changed the name of the waiver wire segment. Ouchie, no, not to, no, no, that's the who, <laughs> that's, this is the injury. I said the waiver wire. I'm just playing, but so that's kind of funny though. I like that though. Um I changed the name, but since it just like waiver wires, I just I just figured we just call it Wait, waiver wire worthy. Wait, waiver—that's a tongue twister though. Waiver wire worthy. Yeah, say no, that not. fast ten times. Waiver wire worthy. Waiver wire worthy. Waiver wire worthy. Yeah, ex- exactly. I say it just fine. No problem. Listen to the show later. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so we're going on with the who's hurt segment? To give you up to date right now with um the injuries. It's a really bad year to be a tight end in the NFL. Yeah. Ooh. Tyler Eifert, it was tough to. Did you uh, see it? Yeah. Did man. you see how that? The, the, I got like, flashbacks of. Um, yeah, it's it's tough. Gordon and that. Hayward, Ugh, was, yeah, and that's what it, was, it looks. Oh um, man! But you could. But if you, they they have an angle better than the Gordon Hayward one, where you could literally see like the defender roll on top of his ankle yeah. and just crush it like a paper cup. Yeah. Uh, tough, real t- tough to watch, man. Real tough to watch. It Really makes you crazy to hear at this point. His ankle was crushed. He's out for the rest of the season. Will Disley, another bad, another tight end. Disley's out for the year with a torn patella excuse me OJ Howard another tight end he's only out for two to four weeks though um with a sprained MCL and at least he has a bye this week Leonard Fournette now he's now you guys that we tell you about this a bunch of times um we do two shows a week this is our early morning Tuesday show that we do early mornings and then we do another one Friday nights to get it out there by Saturday um we're doing a bonus one this week. Bonus one, bonus, bonus time. We're doing a bonus episode where we're doing one tomorrow. Yeah. And we're going to air it out. It's for you guys. We're giving out the awards. Yeah, the quarter quarter review. Yes, we're looking at it like high school, like per semester, you know, yeah. because four weeks is done. So a quarter of the playable season, because I know the NFL season is 17, but they only play 16 games. So mm-hmm. a quarter of the season is already done. And we're going to give out our quarter, our first semester awards. And uh, just so you guys always know, don't forget, you could always follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast on our twitter at podcast bfb sorry for the of confusion but those are the best ones available to describe us um and uh follow us because we putting out we're putting out the injury updates constantly I love the pictures I'm making on that. I, I'm always yep. putting it on the IG story. We're putting it on the Twitter now, and and I, but I, I really like the little uh, the pictures I design and the way the yeah, right, yeah. right. I think it looks cool. I'm I'm proud You're of myself. Doing a great about job, it. Flex. I'm happy about that. So follow us. So we're always constantly putting out those injury updates. Make sure you follow us on there. Uh, and this guy is a candidate for the for our um, one of our candidates for our worst pick in the first two rounds. For tomorrow, he's definitely a candidate for one of the worst picks, but it's not so much because of his fault; it's because of his injuries. Yeah, so that's why it was a bad pick. But because... we spoke about that,
0: you know, pre-draft.
1: Like he's he's had a history of injuries, but yeah, you but it just I mean? it it's, just it's... looks like it, this is definitely worse because it's so early in the season, yeah. and it's a hamstring. You know, it's that, a hamstring that's something that had a problem all year. uh Head coach Doug marone says he doesn't know how long Leonard Fournette will be out. That he's feeling something in his hamstring that constantly keeps pulling and catching. Something to keep your eye on, and uh, I'm sorry, he's giving your Fournette Hornet, oh, horners, owners owners a big headache Will Fuller left the game with a hamstring injury the same the same injury that kept him out for some time in the preseason and week one it's too early to tell about his status though for Sunday's game uh, T.Y. Hilton did not practice yesterday so he might not play this Thursday mm-hmm. uh Gronkowski, he's, uh, his injury is not considered that serious, but he's still listed as questionable for Thursday's game. Geronimo Allison was diagnosed with a concussion, taken out the game. We'll undergo the protocol, and we will update you on his status, as I said, on our IG and Twitter feeds. IG story, most importantly. Mm-hmm. So check out our, our Insta Snaps. Yes. Uh, Greg Olson, he was not on the practice field, and I doubt he will be able to take the field on Sunday. I doubt it because week five was a little earlier than expected but still it just looks like it's gonna be like another week or two for Greg Olson. So that is talking about who's hurt. So now talking real quick about the standouts for um week four. And I want and let's get through these these running backs. I wanna get through do you have a running back you wanna talk about? I have a couple of running backs I wanna talk about. I uh, wanna well, talking about. I want to talk about. Yes. Excuse me.
0: So, uh, yeah, sure. I'll go first, Flex. If you, you you laid it up there for me. You're so, going to talk about Kamara, aren't you? Uh, I am not. Oh, okay, uh, good. All right, go ahead, go ahead. But uh looks like uh, someone was listening to our show this week. Mr. Jason Garrett finally gave the ball to Zeke 25 times, and yes, look did. what happens. Yes, and look what happened. Look what happens. 152 yards, another four targets, and 88 yards through the air. A touchdown. Good things happen if you give Zeke Elliott the ball. Um, I think he's the best running back in in the game. Arguably, you know he could be the best running back in the game. But uh, the guy continues to produce. Uh, Six point one yards a carry. So Zeke Elliott bounces back with a huge game. Um, and was a fantasy stud this week. Yes, so, he was. He yeah. was a beast this week. And in daily, he
1: crushed. He crushed absolutely. No, yeah, hey, listen, thirty two point eight points. He did well beyond expectations. And yeah. we, even what you would expect from him. Mm-hmm. You know, even though he, he and he's arguably arguably he's arguably one of the best running backs in the game right now. Yeah. hundred percent And the thing
0: that. is like, you know, as as, you know, Garrett promised, he's more involved in the passing game. And you know, he that caught last... that nice pass up the sideline
1: that... to set up the game winning uh field goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, listen, I, I agree everything about that. He killed it and congratulations on your winner for that. And um Yeah, I mean, it was great for him. He's also, not for nothing, also one of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life, especially with him growing up. You can't, come on. Come on. Come on. He, he looks like a running back. That's what a running back's
0: supposed to look like. With
1: the, the, no. Yeah, we, with the beard and the hair. He's, going, oh, he's, he just,
0: like, he's he's built like a
1: fire hydrant. That's what I, you no, want your we, running back to look like. With your hair and your beard like that, and you got to wear a crop top every single time? Hey. I don't know what it is wearing the crop it's, it's top. Tw- showing, 2018, uh, man. His belly button's out there all the time. At, with the 20, Listen, I, I get it's 2018, but you're still you're right, walking around there in the crop top. Zeke, it's, keep running like that. You can wear whatever you want. Oh, listen. <laughs> if I was a Cowboy fan, I'd say the same exact thing. I'd say the same, but still. He's, he's just trying to out-ugly everybody over there. Yeah. All right. He's still, is, still an ugly guy. He's working. God loves ugly. Uh, <laughs> Alvin Kamara is one guy I want to talk about. Now, before I get to the big things about Alvin Kamara, let me at least point out some good Kamara, points on man. my Giants defense. Let me at least point out some good things. All right. They kept the passing game on lock. They held Drew Brees to mm-hmm. only 217 yards, his lowest so far of the year. He's only 201 yards away, though, which he sh- I'm sure he'll hit next week. 201 yards away from uh, beating the all time uh, passing record. Yeah. Of Pay- that's currently held by Peyton Manning. He had no touchdowns. He only had 9.9 fantasy points, Drew Brees. They've been improving with that so far, the Giants. That's not the worst thing about them, mm-hmm. which is with the pass. They're ranked 11th so far. In the league with the fewest yards allowed through the air. Yeah. They kept Michael Thomas in check as he was only yeah, held, he was held, to, he was held to under 50 yards and for the first time this year so far, under double digit carries with yeah. only four carries, sorry, catches. Right. I mean, and the right. Giants were in the game going
0: into the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, you know, no. 19 10.
1: I think if, the, I think offensively they would go down the field a little more, they would have won that game, you know, and certain, yeah. and certain things like, like, like that, that, uh, that fake punt. Right, You right. know, and on the, and that bad... Uh, that was a bad horse um, collar call, but that mm-hmm. didn't ruin the game, but that was a really bad call. Right. Because I wasn't a horse collar. It wasn't. If you right, right. it, it really definitely 100% wasn't. It was a bad call. Even, you know, your boy Tony Romo was saying it too. Right. And also because of that... Um, what? what are we, no, Tony Romo wasn't even calling that game. It was a different game. I was like, a bad, I apologize. But anyways, and it was... Uh, there was another oh that last defensive holding like on that third down mm-hmm. and then in the fourth quarter they would have made that stop it would have been totally different like it was just a bad 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 defensive holding anyway so those are the good parts about it now Kamara also had the same exact receiving yards as Thomas he only had 27 but he punished the Giants on the ground yep. for the first 3 weeks Kamara ran for a total of 141 yards in the first 3 weeks he ran just seven less yards of that in this game alone. To add insult to injury, he had three touchdowns. The guy's a monster. If it wasn't for him, the Saints would have probably not won that game, like you were talking about, because they were in the game for the whole time. Um, you know, because Like I said, they stopped scoring for the pass, which is something that Drew Brees has been doing his entire career. Mm-hmm. And Kamara just gives him that extra threat on the ground. And If you've got a team that's working great through the air and through the ground, it's just difficult to stop. It doesn't right. matter what defense you are, it's just really difficult to stop. Uh, so Alvin Kamara got a big shout-out there. Uh, another guy that I want to mention... Mike Davis, this one upsets me more than anything because of the fact that from a fantasy perspective, I was very high on Chris Carson. Mm -hmm. I liked Chris Carson not right away, but especially for what his ADP was and for growing on for the rest of the season, Mm -hmm. I really did like Chris Carson a lot. And I was very excited to play Chris Carson. Not for nothing, I had my most stressful game of the week this week with uh, my boy Bobby Spina. And I was very upset because I only lost by like two or three points. And it was... Uh, I was down five before yesterday's game, and I had Royce Freeman, and he had uh, Butker, the, ki- the kicker, mm-hmm. Harrison Butker. You you won in the uh, BFB league, right? Yes, I got my first win in the BFB <laughs> Congratulations. league. Congratulations. Finally, finally got got up in the winner's yeah. circle. But So, in my other league, though, Bobby Spina, and it was going back and forth because Royce Freeman scored a touchdown. I was up one. Then he was, it was like, I was up like, I was up like 0.1. I was mm-hmm. up like, it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, lead changes. Um, but I if you saw what Mike Davis did, if Chris Carson did play, I probably would have ended up winning that game if Chris Carson did play because I only lost by like three. And right. Mike Davis absolutely killed, killed. If Mike Davis his three careers in the NFL, he's never ran more than 70 yards in a single game. And he only has one touchdown to boot, in his, also in his record book. He ran for 101 yards and had two touchdowns this game. Now, that was exactly the reason why I was telling people to pray Chris Carson. That's why I was big on Chris Carson for the entire time. I think now Pete Carroll's come out and said that Mike Davis will be involved Mm -hmm. in the office when Chris Carson comes back. I think this just hurts Chris Carson. I don't see Mike Davis to do this. For the rest of the season. Yeah, no, I I don't either. I'm I sure this definitely
0: was an outlier. But you know what? He he had he made the best of his opportunity. No, absolutely so now, he made the best of his opportunity. Yeah, I think he's going to be gonna he's like a got, he gave the the coach something to think about. He's
1: going to be a big waiver wire pick, but I think yeah. it's just it's going to just it just puts Chris Carson like where he was at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. that it has to prolong the show that he has to be the lead back that he should be the lead back and it's just going to make it longer for him to play. Uh so, you know, he got 32 touches last week. Right. And I think that just hurt him because that's what kept him out of the game this week and it's just upsetting to see. Mm-hmm. Go on, you you next.
0: So, so I have. Uh, I want to just uh, bring up the guy that had the most interesting stat line of the week, and probably one of the top ads this week on the waiver wire. Now I don't know. Um, let me ask you if this is just an outlier or if this is a sign of things to come. So uh, this gentleman had three carries for 105 yards with a 35 yard per carry average and two touchdowns. So uh, Nick Chubb,
1: just another Mike Davis, just another Mike Davis. That's what I believe right now. Yeah, I could. I feel I'm gonna. I'm. More right about Mike Davis than I am Nick Chubb. I feel like Nick Chubb could could because he's only a rookie, right? And he did what he did yesterday. Mm-hmm. And granted, like all those yards came off one run, right? I just feel that he could uh he could possibly make it that I'm wrong. You right. know what I mean? I don't I don't think he's going to be anything more, much much worth than what yesterday was.
0: I'm, I'm with you. I don't I, I don't think he is. We he could just, be wrong,
1: right? I think with Mike with Mike Davis, I'm not going to be wrong because he's already been playing three years, right. and we you know I. Just don't know that he only has like a certain amount of talent to be, to only do so much. Right, right. And we
0: we know that um, you know, there's a lot of mouths to feed in Cleveland. And Carlos right. Hyde is going to get and Carlos the ball. Hyde is 100
1: going to be. Do is going to be what.
0: involved in the passing game? Right. And those receivers, you right. Know, and, so. and Carlos Hyde's definitely going to be. They they only play football with one ball still, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. All okay. right. So yeah, it's going to be hard. But that was the uh, you know I almost answered the question seriously so I was like a joke for a second <laughs> there Sorry. It was uh, it was interesting highlights but you know Nick Chubb gets a mention you know 3 3
1: cars for 105 yards and two touchdowns uh, One guy that I want to mention, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Now, you know, the re- the one of the main reasons that I'm mentioning him here as mm-hmm. a standout player is because of what you said last week. You said you have not been happy with what he's been doing lately. We mm-hmm. argued about this after the show, you and I. Yes. And you don't see him keep it moving forward. Okay, cool. You don't see him keep moving forward, but guess what? He definitely kept it moving forward this week. Right. And... That's not even the only reason. Like look how much he's been keeping it forward. I mean, this is just his fourth. I mean, this is a, he just keeps better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Everything has gone up since week 1. His rushing attempts, his targets, his rushing and his receiving yards have all gone up since week 1, especially his fantasy points. This is the best game so far from Marshawn Lynch. He had 18.7 fantasy points, and he did it with style, rushing 20 times, chalked up 130 yards, and that comes out to 6.7 yards per carry. This was his highest total of, of scrimmage yards since Week Eight mm-hmm. back in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, so he's getting he's got. I'm, so, I'm on. sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, he's got his highest fantasy points of the year so far. Um, even though this was his first game of the season so far without a touchdown, this is right? The first and that's what I was going to get at. But got go I'll let you finish. But just I'm saying, like, you have to be happy with what he's done lately. Mm-hmm. You have to be. Now, like I said, I told you last week. If you don't think he's going to keep it up moving forward. That seems, that's yet to be seen, but for what he's done lately, I am very comfortable putting him out there as my RB2, borderline RB1, not saying he's putting up great RB1 numbers, but right. still, he's averaging a lot, he just keeps going up, I think he's going to consistently stay at about that 15 points per game range, he's on pace to roughly have about 1,200 rushing yards, because of this really good start that he has, to so this good John Gruden mm-hmm. offense, so... I just I'd be very happy with what he's doing lately, yeah. and even after the last week's game, I'm confident more so to keep deploying him every week. Yeah,
0: look, he's he played well this week. There's nothing to you know take away from it. He was you know involved in the rushing game, involved in the passing game as well. Uh, but I think the first three weeks, the thing is, I just thought that he was on the right side of touchdown variance. You know what I mean? He scored in all three games. You know what I mean? So I didn't think that that was sustainable. So we'll see. Look, he's he's playing well. We'll, you know, we'll see what happens moving forward. Obviously, if you have him as
1: a RB2, you're starting him. Um, so, yeah. I mean, the main um, thing is, like I said, is that everything every week is going up, 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 yeah. up. And I was thinking that John Gruden just seeing that more and more and using him the right way for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other running back you want to talk about? Uh, one other running back that I did want to
0: mention was uh, Gio Bernard. So Gio Bernard uh 15 carries, 69 yards, two touchdowns. Uh look, I mean he's been he's been serviceable in the absence of Joe Mixon. Now Joe Mixon gets back this week, so um I think Bernard will still be involved in the offense, especially through the air, but look, um he he was solid. He was in a smash spot against that soft Atlanta defense and he he delivered. I mean, look, he he got into the box twice and I think he put up like around 26-27 fantasy points. So all in all, a good day for Gio Bernard.
1: As long as uh, Joe Mixon's out, he's he's looking. Yeah. producers. I so. think
0: Joe Mixon may return this week, but we'll we'll see. We'll keep our eyes it's, peeled it's, for that.
1: It's, it's yeah, I doubt it. I think like another week or two. I yeah. think I but we'll you have to be seen. We're going to keep your eyes on that. I know he's definitely walking around and the, the sidelines. Yeah. So
0: and you know what? With Gio playing the way he's playing, they may not be in a rush to
1: bring him back. Absolutely, that's another good point. And another guy that I do well, obviously Tre Cohen had a great game, but not much to say there. But it was just great to finally see. Him use the way that we all thought he was going to be yeah. using the Matt Nagy office. If you look at our Instagram, uh, I posted up a video of him doing a backflip and catching two footballs, one in oh, each yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's. it's, it's I like, know you got to be a special kind of athlete to do that. Yeah. So I this is crazy. You know, he caught seven out of eight targets. For That's 100-
0: that clip that went viral, right? That, that yeah, like a, that, ago, like a year ago. Like yeah. a year ago.
1: But still, I reposted it. If you look at our Instagram, I remember, at BFB Podcast, you can check it out. He caught seven out of his eight targets, 121 yards, and a touchdown with his victory against the Bears. So it's just good to see how. And it's. But this this is the interesting part about it, is that he had actually two more carries for rushing than Jordan Howard. Yeah, so that was interesting to see. Uh, but also, Matt Nagy is turning that team around, huh? and Aaron Jones continues, continues in week three. Uh, uh, in week three, Aaron Jones had a very good seven yards per attempt on only six carries. But this past weekend. He averaged 5.9 yards with 11 carries. Now, he had the same amount of carries as Jamal Williams, but Aaron Jones had 38 more yards and a touchdown. More and more and more. I am big on Aaron Jones. I've been saying it. I know Darius Geis in the beginning was my guy that I planted flag flag with, and this and I, then after he went down, it's been Aaron Jones for me. And he, he's just it, like another Chris Carr situation is going to continue to grow to be the main guy in that offense. Right. Want to
0: get to one more uh, running back before we move on? And actually, I want to ask your opinion on this. Nope. So,
1: <laughs> David Johnson, what do you what do you make of him so far this year? I just think it's just been an offensive thing. It, it doesn't take away from his playing ability. I just think it's just because a game script that yeah. unfortunately has kept him out. Ball- and I was surprised to see him not involved in the passing yeah. game as much as you would expect him to. He scored again this week. I mean, but he he hasn't had that you know that breakout game yet. No, no, he has he hasn't. Especially does not lived up at all to his ADP. But nonetheless, it's still a talent that uh you know you still want to that's still gonna have to be played. I mean, look within the next four weeks, uh, two of his matchups before his buy is against San Francisco, so it's not like he has like you know he has he's gonna have his chances. Yeah, to, he's gonna have those soft he's matches. He's got tomorrow. games against you know two against San Francisco, then he's gonna play against Kansas City and against Oakland, and then you know so he's got uh and Detroit he's gonna play against as well. So he's got some soft matches yeah. like you know to really that Detroit
0: Rundy whoever plays the who plays Detroit this week.
1: Oh, get, I looked at him. I, I, I looked it up. I forgot who it was. Yeah. yeah, but I know there's somebody I have somebody on my team. We'll, we'll look at it. Let me see who plays the Lions this week. But uh I looked it up and I was like you got to put him next week to play because I have yeah. one on my teams.
0: So while you look that up, uh let's let's move on to
1: quarterback. Go ahead, tell me about a quarterback.
0: All right, so quarterback, um one person that stood out and look, I I don't want to, you know, just be a prisoner of the moment here cuz uh, you know the game was last night, but Patty Mahomes, man. Patrick Mahomes, like the, the kid does it again, you know, on Monday night football national stage, you know, was the moment too big for him? Apparently not. Uh, the kid's just special and he's just making throws that don't even make sense. So for the, um, for the third week in a row, he had um, more than three touchdowns. No, wait, um, it was, was it th- three weeks in a row? Yeah, but he didn't have more than three touchdowns last week, did he? Wait, I'm sorry. So he had uh, 304 yards, one oh. passing touchdown. Yeah, and, I, was about to say. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, one. and a, a rushing touchdown. So the, uh, rushing touchdown. But anyway, the um, the kid does look special. He looks like he's the, the real deal, and he had another standout performance on Monday Night Football. Okay. But so, it's, uh,
1: it's crazy that your lowest fantasy uh, production of the week so far is 26.7. Yeah, like that's just crazy. He's averaging 34.8 points. A but game the thing
0: so far. with him is like he's just he's making throws that don't make sense. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like he, there was a play like on that final drive where he rolled out to the right and right, you and threw talking a about earlier dart like twenty five yards, and I'm like that
1: doesn't make sense. It's just that special kind of player, like you said, it's instinct. Yeah. So, Patty Mahomes took out for me. One guy that stuck out for me is another guy that you got wrong. You were wrong about Marshawn Lynch this last week, and you were wrong about this guy. Charlie told you guys not listen to our show last week if you didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. Charlie said, "Do not play Andrew Luck." Yeah. Andrew uh, I, Luck, was, I
0: was wrong on that one. Andrew but.
1: Luck was going against a defense that was allowing the fifth most passing yards this season so far, mm. and is only one of six NFL teams to so far to give up double digit, digit passing touchdowns. Not only that, they are also only one the Houston Texans are also only one of six NFL teams that have still only have one interception mm-hmm. after four weeks. You said not to play Andrew Luck against those guys. I was one of those guys who didn't listen to you, Charlie, about that. And he gave me an outstanding forty-six point one fantasy points. Mm-hmm. He had to work for those points, though. I get it. You know, obviously, if you get those amount of points, you had to put in some work for it. You know, he threw the ball sixty-two times, completed forty of those passes yeah. for four hundred so and sixty-four yards. Is he
0: going to throw the ball sixty-two times every it's week? It's going to
1: look like that because of the fact that his that his you know rush, look, look his, his 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 running backs mm-hmm. they rush for forty-one yards only. And, oh, wait. no, sorry, sorry. Right. Look, excuse me, excuse me. His running backs didn't rush forty-one yards. His the entire team rushed for forty one yards. Right, Andrew Luck had eleven of those. So his running backs only ran for thirty yards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 it. That, something like that is hazardous for Andrew Luck to go forward. But what I was trying to say was last week is I didn't understand how you said that you weren't competent playing them this week.
0: Because the the here's the thing. And look, I consume a lot of football content throughout the week, and. Everyone seemed like was saying the same thing that he didn't look right. That he it was to me. It's it has nothing to do with Andrew Luck's talent. I just thought that he looked hurt. He didn't look like himself. That's why I didn't. I didn't trust him. Like obviously, if the guy is healthy, he's he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league for sure. And if you if you look, did you watch the game? He still looks healthy to me. To 460, 64 he's yards. Not, he's not throwing the ball down the field though. But, Flex. But, he's and, and look. I'm I'm. I am i do not you know want to spend ten
1: minutes on this, but I don't either. But what? at the end of the day. He is fantasy productive. It doesn't matter if he's not throwing he's, the ball down the field. He's still being fantasy
0: he's productive. He's playing well. Now, this week, he did have a great—I think part of that was game script, that he's not going to throw the ball 62 times every single week. So we'll we'll see. We'll 100% see where, a lot of look, it was you know, game script. But and, because of the
1: game script is the fact that you should feel confident playing him. Like I said, against just what— the And tech, I'll, t-
0: I'll tell you what. Th- this is a situation where I'm, I'm happy that I was wrong because I, I actually—I cheer for Andrew Luck. I, I like the guy. You know what I mean? I think he's actually like a a good dude, so I hope that he's healthy. My whole thing was to temper expectations on him because he just didn't look right. And it's kind of funny. And and then you know I'll let you finish up. But remember the week before when they brought in Jacoby Bissett to throw in the hail mary?
1: Yeah.
0: I he must have heard all the chatter about that because at the end of regulation he stayed in and threw the hail mary um, before the game went into overtime. But they but they said
1: with Andrew Luck's like 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 shoulder history, they Mm -hmm. just wanted to give they just because Jacoby Bissett still has a really strong arm, right? They just wanted to give him the. The opportunity to throw that, no, because but, a strong but arm. luck threw it this week. He threw the yeah, hell because at the end of the Jacoby was said didn't do much with that that, that last sort of week. So, all right, so now we're gonna give Andrew Luck the chance. Like if so, he didn't look much better than Jacoby said. So I think all right. So we just gave a chance to somebody else. They literally right. said that has nothing to do with Andrew Luck's shoulder. And I think that this week, like, all right, well, because Jacoby Reset they didn't do as great as we had hoped for him to do with that. Let's mm-hmm. just keep Andrew Luck there because he's doing great the whole game anyways as it is. Moving on to wide receivers. Do you have a wide receiver that you want to mention? Yes. So
0: this, uh, this gentleman um, continues to produce but still cannot find the end zone. Leo Jones. Julio Jones, what what is what is with this guy? I mean, and I don't even think it's him. It's um look, nine receptions, 173 yards, um, you know, average of almost 20 yards per catch, but still can't get into the end zone. You know, it's it's the it's, it's I can't understand that. It's one of those things in fantasy where I don't understand how this guy does not get into the end zone. I mean, look, physically he's a monster. You know, he should be targeted in the in the red zone. I mean, they're targeting Ridley in in, in the red zone more. You no, know, so I mean, look, another standout game, but um, you know, he's got to, you know, get on the right side of touchdown variance, and he'll be that fantasy monster that we're looking for him to be. At
1: least he is not killing your team, kind of like with David Johnson. He took; he's kind of hurting your team a little bit. But at right. least Julio Jones, even though he hasn't gotten a single touchdown. At least he's still not... He's c- producing. At least, yeah. He's still averaging 19.5 fantasy points per game. Mm-hmm. Uh Got to give Corey Davis here a shout-out for that because he had a whopping 15 targets for nine receptions for 161 yards and a touchdown. Now, granted, that's... Game-winning tuts- touchdown. Yeah. Granted, that's when a touchdown came in the very, very, very last seconds of the overtime game. But still, it was clutch. But what was just fun to see, and what I want to tip my hat off to them, was that, now... I'm not a big Corey Davis believer, mm-hmm. and it's a great to see. But it was great to see like a fully healthy Corey Davis with a somewhat healthy Marcus Mariota, and to see how like they connected for a while. Right. And it was great to like see for a situation like that to finally emerge, and to see Corey Davis become like the fourth highest scoring y- wide receiver with 31.1 points for last week. It was just fun to watch. Yeah, it was also fun to watch Golden Tate. Not for you. Hey, listen, I'll. I'll t- I, what did I say? I said that I was worried about him. Yes, you were, and you I wrote that mean? down. I said, Charlie, that you, as much as you know your Cowboys, you said that they get beat up by slot receivers. Right. That happened once again here. Golden Tate had 132 total receiving yards, two touchdowns, helped us get our winning in the big Instagram league. Yeah. Um, he was, but what was great with standout for me is that he was perfect. He caught eight passes out of eight targets. Yeah that we ended up from 16.5 yards per catch we also great to see taunt your cowboys after catching it and running it backwards yeah. like the, he's got a history of that like he <laughs> always does that guy um, I, it, it, I, I don't recall it ever i just remember what happened i'll never forget what happened last week though say that much yeah no doesn't he, matter he, you he's guys done won that, he's
0: done that a couple of times doesn't matter you guys something, won, something you know, to just to keep on your radar moving forward um, slot receivers
1: against the cowboys they they seem to struggle with that Seems so so far you are 100% right about that any other wide receivers you want to mention
0: uh yeah so 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 another wide receiver, Cooper Cup. Uh, nine receptions, 162 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, I mean, look, that, that whole offense is just chirping, but the guy continues to ball out, man. And um, I don't see any reason why his production is going to slow down. I mean, look, I'm not expecting these type of numbers every single week, but the guy's talented. He's definitely secured that number two role in that offense, the number two receiver role in that offense. And it seems like he's got the connection with Goff. So uh, Cooper Cup, um, you know, so far so good with him.
1: Yeah, no, he he was uh, the highest scoring wide receiver last week, fantasy wise. Cooper mm-hmm. Cup. And it was just great to see him. You know what's funny? I just looked up real quick, just talking about your um, Julio Jones thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's funny that he's only only had four targets so far in the red in zone. the red zone. Yeah, they're that's, not looking. They're
0: not looking for him. That's
1: one per week. Yeah, but this is even crazier. All four targets came in week one.
0: Yeah. He has not got Yeah, because s- and two of them if I'm not mistaken were like on back-to-back plays against the Eagles on on the on the opener
1: yeah it looks like it
0: Is you this- know it's uh I just I don't know like he's not like look he's being you I, I think I said it in the first review um episode from the 20 to the 20 he's one of the Best players in football. You would have. You know He's what I mean? not
1: because he's not getting the red zone targets. No, no. But he I could mean, be. I mean from the twenty to the twenty,
0: not when you go inside the twenty.
1: Oh, you know oh. What I mean from
0: from the twenty to the twenty. Got you. One of the best players in
1: football. I but, misunderstood that. Right. So you just, haven't had your coffee. Yeah, no, first. no. Sorry, it, I had my coffee actually, but <laughs> I'm just not that smart. You know that. It's funny because like I said, inside the t- he got four targets inside the red zone, and that was all in week one. Uh Three of them came from inside ten yards of right. the red zone, and then only one inside the five. So it's kind of. uh I just wanted to look that up, and I just wanted to let you know about that Uh, two guys I want to mention real quick and then we're moving on to tight ends and wave wires we got to close up the show Um, I just want to mention uh, I kind of hate saying this guy's name not for nothing especially with the Drake song and everything and what his last name is Kiki Cutie (laughs) That's really how you pronounce his last name is Cutie. Cutie? I thought it was Cody or whatever, but no, it's Cutie. Kiki Cutie, uh, he's a rookie that you really want to keep your eye on moving forward. Um, He really made a great, great debut in the NFL. Uh, He had another one. He had 15 targets. Now- for a rookie, for a rookie wide receiver, he seemed to already catch the attention of this young QB of Deshaun Watson. Uh, he caught 11 of those 15 targets for 107 yards. Now, the reason I mentioned to him is because you know the Texans already have two great receivers in DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller, and it was just great. I was just uh, curious to see that this uh, rookie wide receiver in his first game lead them both with targets and catches so that one and Tyler Boyd I said this a lot last week I told people to ride the hot hand I told people mm-hmm. to play Matt Ryan I told people to play Calvin Ridley I told him to play Tyler Boyd ride the hot hand especially yeah. in that matchup play those hot hands Tyler Boyd was another great one 15 targets 11 catches just like cutie uh no other Bengals saw more than eight targets but Tyler Boyd got 11 yeah. catches out of his 15 targets not even AJ Green um not to mention, though, he turned those into 100 yards. He now has a total of 323 yards and two touchdowns over the past three weeks. At worst, he's at least got flex consideration moving forward with a ton of upside. Right. So, uh, you want to say something else or you want to move on? Yeah,
0: so one of the person that, you know, continues to produce every single week, um, and he's the legit number one in that offense, uh, John Brown from the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Uh, three three receptions, 116 yards, and another touchdown. Um so the guy continues to produce. He's definitely, you know, we've said it before on this pod. He's definitely the number 1 in that offense. Joe Flacco was looking for him. So John Brown, man, for when he got drafted, he's
1: definitely um, you know, outperforming
0: his ADP so far.
1: Yep uh, Another tight end That I want uh, So now moving on To tight ends That stood out A tight end That stood out To me Was Jared Cook Now here's one For you Charlie I told you You got Andrew Ruck Wrong Andrew Ruck Andrew Luck Wrong mm-hmm. I told <laughs> Andrew Ruck Andrew Ruck I told you You got Andrew Luck Wrong mm-hmm. And I told you That you got Marshawn Lynch Wrong And mm-hmm. you did You got Jared Cook 100% correct oh. I was wrong there oh, I disagree I. with you Because the Browns Were allowing me The fourth fewest Fantasy yeah, points but you Per know game To tight ends And
0: that's a, That's that's a good point But I went back And I looked at that they they, It also is because of schedule. They didn't really face any prominent tight ends in their first three weeks, you know? So, uh, but look, Jared Cook, uh, eight receptions, 110 yards, and two touchdowns. And I have no problem
1: deploying him moving forward. Yeah, actually, especially with the touchdown. it's such a bad year for tight ends, you know? But it was yeah. great to see last week. He was only behind Amari Cooper in receiving yards, and he led the team in catches and targets. Uh, How about your boy getting off the Schneid? Who? Your boy. Who's my boy? Your preseason darling. T- Trey Burton? Trey Burton. Yeah, I know. Gets into the Stop end zone. Stop calling him a darling. It sounds so <laughs> weird, man. He was your um, darling. You, no, <laughs> he wasn't my darling. You keep saying that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a... All of all of July and uh, half of August, all I heard it from Flex is Trey Burton. Trey Burton. Yeah, I was, was big Burton on him, hat. but
1: I never called him a darling. You, you've been saying that since the beginning.
0: Anyways, uh, yeah, no, he did great. Two, Any two other catches, great ca- 86 yards and a touchdown. Everybody. I mean, he was... Wide open on that
1: touchdown. Everybody got love on that team. Yeah that last week. Everybody. Um, now waiver wire worthy. Let's see who is waiver wire worthy this week. Now, one person that I wanted to mention you by waiver wire worthy, TJ Yeldon. Now yes. he might not be available in your league. I'm only adding him in here because he's only owned in forty-seven percent of ESPN leagues and fifty-one percent of Yahoo leagues. So it's mm-hmm. probably not available in your league. And I say he's only available on those because not for nothing, he should be available in all he should be owned in all leagues. All formats, especially because of the fact that Fournette is always such a hit or miss every week to even play on the field. Right. That even if you're not a Fournette owner, right, you have to I brought have yelling. TJ Yeldon up in the preseason.
0: You almost laughed me out of the and I, the and, it, and, and
1: and and if Fournette was healthy. I would be 100% right with mm-hmm. that. Now, the only reason TJ Yeldon is taking touches away is only when Fournette is hurt. If Fournette's yep. healthy, TJ Yeldon is a thing of the past, is you know an afterthought. Uh, Kiki Cutie, to me, is one of the... I hate saying his name. But Kiki Cutie is probably a name I'm going to be <laughs> saying a lot. He's one of the biggest names that I suggest for players to spend the waiver wire pick on, if especially if you're in need of a wide receiver. Yep. Last week... I said you should have used Tyler Boyd, and I was right about that. And regardless about some of the whiteouts that are better in Houston, Cutie is still a player that I believe to be relevant again in that offense, to be a good for, uh, consideration play for the future. Um, you know, especially when the fillers now that the buys are underway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still a player that I think you should really spend um, – a uh waiver wire pick on. He's waiver wire worthy. Now he plays a slot a lot on that team and when the, when Deshaun Watson was playing for Clemson, he also uh, relied a lot on the slot player that played a lot like Cutie Like you know, small and fast, you know, like a short yeah, fast shifty. player. Yeah, shifty type player. So um he's definitely somebody that uh you should look for. He's available in almost every single ESPN and Yahoo mm-hmm. league. Yes. So uh one person, another Jaguar that's on the waiver
0: wire uh this week is uh DD Westbrook. Now, um, he had nine catches for 130 yards against your New York Giants on Sunday, but was also targeted 13 times. So, seems like Keelan Cole has cooled off a little bit, and Westbrook is establishing himself in that office. Now, he's still available in about 80% of Yahoo leagues, um, and he's got matchups coming up against KC, which everyone's burning, um, Dallas, and
1: Houston. So, the next three weeks look good for him. 100%. He's definitely a good look for. He's only owning 12.5% of ESPN leagues. Uh, we, read, we, mentioned about uh, Nick Chubb and Mike Davis. If you want to go ahead, I wouldn't make it my first choice. Like I said, I think it's just all smoke and mirrors for the moment. I don't think it's going to be any relevance. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb could probably, you know, prove us wrong. But if you want to w- use one of them, go ahead. I just don't think that, you know, don't don't make them your first waiver wire option if you don't want. Uh, but one that I would make oh also a wire priority if you're in need of a running back here is Neam Hines. And the reason for that is because, especially in PPR leagues, maybe not so much in Standard Leagues, now like everyone else in the Colts, Hines is having a lot of problems running the ball. He only has 54 total yards from 18 attempts in these first four games. That's not great. That's not waiver-wire worthy. The reason he's waiver-wire worthy in PPR leagues is because he's averaging 5.5 receptions Mm -hmm. per game so far uh, after his big performances past Sunday where he had two touchdowns last Sunday, especially one that came real clutch at the end. Um, Now... That that to me would be the biggest running back to grab is yeah. his PPR because he, like I said it's not targets it's five point five receptions per game so you right. add in like you get at least more or less five points and and maybe more Jordan or less, Howard owners then, that need a streaming option for the week yeah you know yeah you know it's, it's a, that, that's definitely something to look at possibly you know like I said it's just you know you get five points maybe one of them turn, if you get five catches and one of them turns into a touchdown you maybe you know even if the even for like three yards mm-hmm. you're still getting eleven points out of that you know what I mean uh, now. Because uh, Ryan Grant's also another guy to look at for this week. Also, if you have somebody like Allen Robertson or Mike Evans on the buy, especially because T.Y. Hilton possibly might not play this Tuesday, I mean, Thursday. And if he does not, then he is the main guy. Uh, I wanted to mention a couple of tight ends before we wrap up to the show. Anybody you want to mention? Uh, no, go ahead, Flex. No, I got like three I want to mention. So I'm saying if you want to mention anybody else or no? God, no. Okay. So three tight ends that I give you uh, recommendations for for picking up because of the fact that tight ends are getting beat up. We is a bad year to be a tight end in the yeah. NFL. Vance McDonald is somebody also, if you're in desperate need of a tight end, to put in a waiver claim for him. I'm in five leagues. I've lost so far Delaney Walker for the entire season. And for most of the season, I'm losing Evan Ingram and Olsen. I've had Disley and Tyler Eifert playing in four of these leagues last week. Mm-hmm. I lost them both for the entire year. And the reason I had them in four of the leagues is because I had Jordan Reed on a bye. Right. So, um, you know, Vance McDonald is definitely a name that I'm gonna be looking at for anybody else that wants a snake a wave wire pick for me. This is the guy you can take away from me. Uh even though he fumbled the ball, it appears for the moment that he's got the starting job for the Steelers tight ends over Jesse James. He's had five targets in the in the past uh for three straight weeks. And I'm definitely gonna grab just because of the fact that the targets, but still, that's if he's available. He's owned in forty four percent of Yahoo leagues, thirty one percent of ESPN leagues. So if he's there, you need a tight end, he's the number one tight end I think to take to keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh Antonio Gates I'm not confident saying that name. Yeah. I mean, he got into the end zone, right? He got into the end zone, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what saved it, But, you know, the tight end position is super
0: yeah. thin. Super, Absolutely. super thin. I wouldn't mind Gates as a streaming option. I but mean, um, I guess not, not deploying him it's every just week, because
1: It's just because people are just getting desperate for tight ends. Yeah. There's so little of them. It's, a, it's the thinnest position. I mean he's got five targets in back to back games and he you know he's just a touchdown dependent tight end, but yep. whatever. He's got five targets in back to back games. But uh, a lot of a lot of tight ends are touchdown dependent though. For the know? most part. Yeah. Cameron Braids also for the time being, he is going to be the lead tight end of that Bucks. Offense Jameis Winston is now named the starting quarterback for week mm-hmm. five. They already have good rapport with each other. So what, now, do, you, what do you think about that? T- uh, yeah. I look like what my boy Bobby Spina said. If it's tragic, it came back to the world. It's tragic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's, I, that's that's him though, Jacqueline Hyde, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how it looks. He threw two interceptions last week. You know, James Winston. Whatever. I, I'm not. I mean, neither like, one of them looked great. No, I'm not excited about it. And Mike Evans didn't show up last week either. Uh, but yeah, Cameron Brain's gonna be the guy for the time being. Uh, anybody else that you need to mention about the waivers? Uh,
0: no, I think we we covered. Um. Uh
1: Uh, The uh, the hot ones I think we covered the hot ones And also Charlie Also wanted to give you Yet another shout out real quick And I know I really have to go But the fact is Whatever I gotta give you Still your shout outs So not only were you right Again last week This is like Your biggest margin of wins For last week Now this Mm -hmm. is your fourth straight Week in a row For picking more correct games Than me But this is your biggest one So far Because you've only been Like one pick ahead Every week Mm -hmm. Like you picked one more game Correct than I did This one uh, You had nine correct picks Yes I had five Mm-hmm. It is what it is you Smoked you this week you also, Yes you did It's alright I'm due for one. That's all it means That's all it means I'm due for a win uh, Also you were correct For the most part In our over-unders uh, We got Sony Michelle We both picked under We were wrong We both said under For Carson Wentz We were both wrong You were right About Kenny Galladay He scored unders projected uh, You were right about Buck Allen for under We were both right About Boyd going over uh, And what else You were right You were right about Lindsey Yes. Also, because he went over. So you were right for the most part, and uh, I was only right just just me. The only one I won was just about uh, On Johnson, who trucked his way into the end zone. Oh,
0: Jeff Heath, that was fun to watch. He's no, it wasn't.
1: It was for me. All right, uh, you want to cue up so we get? Uh, you have the music set up? All right, cool. So we gonna get out of here. Uh, so once again, party people, make sh- tomorrow we're gonna hype you up again. We're gonna give you a special show, bonus out. episode. Yes, our bonus episode, giving out the awards for the week. Uh, for the week, sorry. For the our quarter. F- for the quarter, our yeah. quarterly. After, for, Sorry about that. Thanks, Charlie. For the quarterly awards that we're giving out. So we're going to have that. And then tomorrow, we're going to also announce our giveaway. We're going to announce our giveaway yes. tomorrow. We got another one coming up for you, Party People, for our fans. Stay tuned. It's a good one, guys. Very good one. Thank you so much for the support that's continuing growing on and growing with us. Uh, once again, follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at PodcastBFB. On the Fantasy Life app at Better Fantasy Bureau. Charlie wants to go by to the Party People.
0: Bureau, enjoy your Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. Be back tomorrow.
1: Peace.